My girl likes to party all, all the, the time. time. Party all the time. Party all the time. My girl <laughs> likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> that was Mike and a little bit of Maddie. Yeah, that was Mike and a little bit of Maddie. And we are at the building show. Buildings. Uh, building show. At booth number 1322. And it's looking very orange here. Yes, it is. Yes, we it is. are at Schluter, North yep. America, Schluter, Canada. We're excited. Carlito is really excited really about this excited. podcast. Let's get right into it, Mike. All right, tell yeah. us a little bit about you, how long you've been at the company, what do you do at Schluter? Michael Cardoso. Yeah, regional manager for Ontario, just looking after all the distribution channels. I help manage the team as well. So a few different responsibilities. We've grown so much as I'm sure you guys have Huge. realized from where we were. Todd being a single person in this industry. I've been in this industry for over 20 years. I actually met Todd on the retail side, which was really interesting for the first time. And here I am today working for the company, working with Schluter for about three years now, but I had a multitude of different roles within this industry, which has been really beneficial for me to see all aspects of what's happened. So I started off in a mom and pop shop, did a little bit of installs, a little bit of, you know, just kind of on the sales side, grew from there, went into a distribution role as a rep, worked on the retail side of that position, as well as I went on to the architectural, doing all the specs, wow. you know, spec of, yeah, specifying so you were, for you all were the architecture. In the very beginning, you were Laying tile. I laid tile a little bit, not very much. Oh, I couldn't say I, I made a living out of it, unfortunately, but enough to know what a, how to work our trowel and do things like that. So, which is nice because it gives you some credibility when talking to guys that you know they don't think, oh, here's a guy who's just never touched a trowel. How what would he know, right? You know, I really try to base my background and, and learning the technical aspect of everything that we get involved in. You know, and then moved on to like doing uh, national accounts managing. Did a lot of big you know national account projects throughout the years and managing that process, and then moved on to uh, more managerial roles shortly after that. So I took over as a regional manager for Canada for a manufacturer out of the U.S. and then also looked for, worked with a few different local distributors and managerial roles as well. How many yeah. years are we talking about here? Over 20. 20, 20 years 20. of being orange? Yeah, well not it being orange specifically, just okay. in the industry. Just so in the industry. I'd like to say I was orange for 20 years, but unfortunately no. Finally found my home here with Schroeder. Really proud to be here and part of this team. So It's a nice home. Yes, it is. It's I can't nice complain home. and there's actually one right in the background for us. So. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a silhouette of a house. Yeah, that's what we have here. That new Troba, Troba level stuff, which is actually amazing yes. that I saw. When did I first see that? Probably I actually, at Coverings. We th I think yeah, I connected with you yeah, there. Yeah, that's where I saw it, and I was like really impressed by that. But we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Why are you so quiet, man? You've been oh, asking. Carlito. I'm, I'm getting to know You've him. been asking for this podcast, Listen, man. I love Schluter. So do you. How long have you been using Schluter? I've been using Schluter for 25 years. 25 years? Yeah. I also had known Todd for 25 years wow. since the beginning of his career here. He saved me a numerous amount of times. Schluter's put me through and made my business. If it wasn't for this product, I wouldn't be who I am today. It's honestly, it's, it's really got me to where I'm at. It's made my life easier. Who wants to work with chicken wire? Nobody. I know that's where I started, believe it or not. That's what I used to have to do as one of the lackeys doing the chicken wire and looking back now. And that's the funny thing. Speaking of Todd, meeting him 20 years ago, same scenario. You know, again, I don't want to make this uh, podcast about Todd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Neither do we, man. <laughs> no, we have one already with Todd. So yeah. let's, fo let's but, focus but it, on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a funny story. He shows up at our, our location and just shows us this orange stuff. And, be, you know, being the wire mesh guys and the chicken lath guys, just looked at him and said, this is never going to fly here. Sorry, buddy. Like, you know, good luck. Is 
Is it really true that chicken wire is, is strictly a Toronto thing, not so much as an Ontario thing? It's a Toronto it's, thing. It's very GTA-centric, for sure. It's one of those things that's been accepted. I'm not even sure that it's something that's been widely accepted by the building code. It's just one of those things that's been you know, added in. Just because so many people do it, they've accepted it. Yeah, and, yeah. and I Well, I that's not necessarily right, right? So. It doesn't make it right, absolutely. No. I agree with you 100%. And that was you know something I learned when I came here and thinking that I thought it was a widely accepted application. In fact, it's not. Yeah, well, I hated it. I'd be scratching cabinets. I'd be cutting myself. I'd be tearing up my interior of my car or my truck. Oh, yeah. Done you know, and I've times. seen a, a hundred <laughs> different ways of doing chicken wire. Yep. Wafer screws, staples, air staplers. All of it was wrong. Even cleaning it up was wrong. Yep. When I was introduced to the Schluter, it changed my world. It was basically throw the thin set down. Iron it out, and yeah, anybody could do it. Yeah, that, that's what that was the beauty of the product. Well, and not anybody. You still have to have well, common yeah, sense. No, you're right, and I shouldn't say that. That you know, a broad statement. You're right, but it makes it so much easier. Imagine, like you said, I don't know how many cars I scratched trying to put wire mesh right. into their cars for them, and all these kinds of things. That's always <laughs> you remember solved. those? Well, I remember yeah. that. Why is it bending like that? Why is it going <laughs> everywhere? Why is it scratching everything? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Oh, and if you've ever fallen on it, oh boy. Or yeah. you don't like wearing gloves. Yeah, just cut you, and you'd be bleeding for. Empty the first aid kit like yeah, right away yeah, yeah. as soon as the floor but, is all done. And then there's a whole other situation. Why are we still, at today's date, using rubber pans for shower pans? That's a tough one. Like, I, I have customers all the time telling me, oh, you know what, my drain stinks. It smells like, like a swamp. There's like this really iron smell. Yep. That's not your drain. That's your rubber pan. Why is that still minimum code? That's a tough one. I think until we kind of put the onus back on the people who are endorsing that, and I don't want to generalize, but that's where it starts. We need to make sure that you know it starts with guys that are doing it continuously and why, and ask the question as to why they're doing it. What can we do to improve it? And if it boils down to just cost, then you know this is what we need to understand. And, and how do we get better at and you know how do we get better in making this? But it, okay, regarding the cost, yeah. I will always argue about the cost. How I've always told everybody: do not look at the line-by-line line item cost of a renovation. Look at the overall cost of a renovation. If you think you're actually saving money by doing it a different way, like the rubber, let's say, for argument's sake, you're going to be back there to redo it. And then to take out that really expensive tile, to take out that whatever details are attached, the glass involved, all that stuff, what does that cost now? So if you build it properly first with Schluter, then you're not going to be replacing any of this stuff. You have to replace it when they get tired of the design or tired of the tile, tired of the tread. I couldn't agree more, Manny. The issue is it's the mass you know, the mass production. That's where that becomes an issue. Yes, dealing with an end user who invests in upgrade their uh, bathroom or their whatever scenario they're, they're renovating, yes, I agree with you 100%. But when you're looking at the mass production situation, it becomes a problem, right? Because pennies are all the difference. And I have a solution to that for the people listening. If you are a contractor and you find that it may be too expensive, it's because you haven't created a relationship with a tile store or someone that sells the product. For me, well, I dealt with Centura for like 30 years. They gave me such a great price on it that I could give that price to my customer. One of the most beautiful things at the beginning of my career was putting this orange membrane down and homeowners would come and say, what is that? And they loved it. It would just stand out and it would draw people to it. And You brought up a great point, relationships. It's amazing how, when I, like I just met you two years ago, Mike. Yep. It's amazing how I met Todd maybe 10 years ago. Every person I meet at Schluter, you guys treat us well. 
you guys treat contractors with respect. What I found amazing, and you guys are a part of that group of companies that I like working with or suppliers, that if I've got a question, I will reach out to one of you guys, and all of a sudden, you guys will actually either answer the question or find out the answer or get back to me, let me know. You guys will actually service the customer, which is boggles my mind. Doesn't and, that... And, and, well, you know what? You said something really important, and I want to basically say it doesn't matter that it's Carlito or Manny. Yep. It's across the whole spectrum. Everybody that calls for help gets treated well. Like, I've never been left hanging. Ever. I've had some companies that, you know, in the beginning, I have zero followers on Instagram or something, so I'm zero. I'm a regular contractor, so to speak, and then all of a sudden, you grow a following, and they treat you differently, right? And I'm like, you guys treat everybody the same way. So it doesn't matter if you got one follower. I'm just talking social media, but even if you're a small mom and pop shop, one-man shop with a helper versus a whole crew of guys, you treat everybody the same, and that's paramount for me, man. That's why I like, and I always go back, and I think everybody from day one, you've only ever seen me use orange on my rentals, man. And, and what's really crazy about Schluter is you guys behave like a ma and pa store. Yes. Even yes. though you're a massive Very corporation, much. you guys treat each and every one of us like a mom pa store. And I love that relationship with smaller stores. And uh, just for the record, he is not mom and I'm not pop. And <laughs> 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 That's not what we're saying here, okay? <laughs> He's pop in his own world, I'm pop in my own world, okay? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But getting back to it, like customer service is everything and, and having a helpline, the, the product is unbelievable. It's bulletproof. To have somebody to call with the right answers. And like Manny said, if the answers weren't there, the answers will get called well, back. I say thank you first, because you know, I, it, no, like no, I said, I really truly you. found a home when I've come to Schroeder. It's a, one of those things that when I went there, it's very infectious. And what I love about it is that everyone pushes everybody to be, to excel at what they do. Put yourself up against people like the Todds or the Dale Kempsters. These are guys who've been in, in the industry for 35 years or longer, or even some, you know, some of our management team who's been in doing this on their hands and knees themselves. These are guys that weren't just, you know, as someone had described to me, these were not, they were wear suits, but they're not suits. No, right? no so, they're not. So that's where that comes from. That comes from people who understand where you guys are every day. And that's until you have that, you'll never have that understanding. That's you know, why I say it gives me credibility, even though I did it on a small level, I did, never did it as a living. It's important for me to know at least how to handle a trial because what credibility do I have walking into a job site in a suit? And you look at me like, you know, what are you going to start reading some stuff out of the handbook <laughs> and tell me what I did wrong? Because yeah. right? no. you don't understand. Until I've been in that scenario, then I know how you're feeling having me come in there. That's right. Right. So that's what's important. And what good is a product if it doesn't have the support? That's, right. And that's, and totally that's right. something I've learned here. That's huge. Because I like I said, in my you know ventures that I've I've grown over the years and been in this industry for 20, that was the biggest thing. There was companies I worked for that had great products and had zero customer service. Like they had no backup. And what so happens? What, we nothing. leave. Yeah, we exactly. leave and we go find another product. Right. And then here's a company that basically over supports their customers, if you will, because like I say, we do more goodwill than we ever have to. And that's because what's important to us is that it's how a company reacts in a bad situation is what makes them. You're right? so right. And that's what we do. You know how often we could easily walk away from jobs and say, listen, you guys just did not do this correctly. But you know, our response is not to just walk away. It's about right? to educate. Our, our response is exactly that, is to educate. Our response is to say, hey, listen, you know, Carlito, 
this wasn't done correctly. Let's look at it a little bit differently. And maybe next time we can do an individual on-site demo if necessary to treat you and your guys to a way of doing it correctly, learn a little bit, and we'll even spoil them a little. Why not, right? Get them to think. Well, you guys, spo you guys spoil everybody. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me tell you, um, I worked for State Farm Insurance for about eight years. How old are you? I'm 48. <laughs> 48. When I first did my workshop with you guys, I did not even know how to do a sand bed. Oh, there you go. That was the biggest turning stone for me. So I went there for a waterproofing course and learned how to do a sand bed. That made the biggest difference in my business. That was the biggest change for me. Like that's what made me go from amateur to pro, like literally in one weekend. You know what surprises me every time, like two things that surprise me at every workshop. We run we run workshops continuously throughout the year, about you know, 18 to 20. You guys are booked how yeah. far? And, and that's just, we're booked, well we do it on a, on, like on a school schedule, September to, to June. We try to leave the summers open just because, you know, the We want to work, yeah, golf. People, yeah. people, you know, want to do other things, <laughs> want to golf. Um, but you know, the reality is we run them almost every two weeks and we get a full class every single yeah. time. And that blows me away because it's about the education. And, it, and what speaks to me more than anything is there are guys out there that want to learn. They want to be better. They want to see a different way of doing things. Beyond that, it's still shocking is the people that are guys that work with us on a regular basis and we know still open up the catalog and learn something new every single day. That's the one comment we get back is that, you know, I love what you guys are doing here. And you know what? I would have thought that I didn't learn. I wasn't going to learn something here. You here learned. I am. I learned even more. Let's, yeah. let's get right into it. What are you going to say? I want to get oh, into no, I'm Man. just laughing. He's talking about products and stuff. Like I've been doing this for, you know, almost 35 years. About a year ago, I got stuck in a condo and I had to do a, a Schluter kit yeah. that you guys showed me a new Schluter drain, a really low profile yeah. for condos. The management came up to me and said, I've never seen this before. Nobody else in this condo has this. And it gave me so much more work just from a simple product that yep. would just attach to cast or the, the copper or brass that what do, was there. What do you guys call that one? What's that one called? Is that the adapter kit that you use? That's right. With the yep. The yeah. Very so low profile. Is, so yeah, you're working with the existing drain. Sometimes, you, obviously, as you guys know in condos, you can't touch anything, so you can't dig around it or, or whatever. So we had to come up with a solution to, to solve that problem. So otherwise, we would lose that business. And then, right. you know, you're not going to come looking to us. And we pride ourselves on being that solution provider. And like you said, we're kind of the go-to for a lot of things. When guys call me, sometimes not even a Schluter-related question, but they'll call just to ask a question, what would you do in this scenario? Right? Well, because you guys are looking for our feedback because we discover certain things, you guys discover certain things. It's about working together, man. Yeah, but like, for no, me, come on. there's always a gift at Schluter. Yes. Doesn't matter who you are, if you're new or old with the business, you will always walk away with a prize. And it's like a new trowel and the proper size trowel. And then you'll educate me before you give me the trowel on what that's used for. What other company does that? I think it's like, but a trowel that's got a coating on it. It's a ruby trowel. It's not yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I, but not everybody's using those kinds of trowels, right? No. That's and I like that coating, no. man. I love that coating. I While it lasts. Let's get into the nitty gritty. What's I want to know? I know you guys have the new colors. Yes, that's the one that everyone's been anxiously awaiting, and which is all our new colored drains, as you guys are aware of. First released was the metal colors. Okay, so all the new metallic colors we have: rose gold, gold, vintage gold, and nickel. Those were the first ones to release. That would have been 
probably earlier late summer in between there and then the one that everyone has been waiting for has been our matte finishes so now we have six new colors available in the trend line most popular right off the gate is our black matte black, black. yeah of course i think manny and i had <laughs> talked about this i think when we were on your, on your job site you were talking about how you did your own yep Manny's and i so said happy. you know stay patient and i think we we're gonna see something exciting coming it was a little longer than i wanted but it, you know what but they're in still the waiting end, they're there. still waiting for the linear i'm yeah, not saying well, anything but I, I don't have any inside information unfortunately to offer you know what i, I think the natural transition of things is you know I, I would see that happening but again i can't promise anything i'm not i'm no. not involved in those decisions no. you know something that you can see it's what the market wants and again going back to you know how we function as a company we listen to what the market is is asking for and we try to provide that you know we take that market feedback seriously one of the things that we do at that workshop every time is we give you a survey we want to hear back from you we want to know what's going on and you know it doesn't fall on deaf ears when you guys say things like hey you sure. know mike you guys should be thinking about coming with a matte drink because every time i need to do one i, I do it myself that's great but <laughs> i don't know what now, you're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> now we we are doing that kind of thing those matte colors are going to be a huge i think can you say what, how, how is that finish achieved can you say or is that a proprietary kind it of thing? is proprietary okay, uh, right, right. but right. it is basically the grates there are stainless steel as opposed to our shelves we have the matching shelves to go with that yeah uh, so that was an add-on as well those are aluminum uh, okay so those obviously we we didn't want to powder coat those, so try to maintain that. We we did that with the aluminum product. They're a lot lighter, so you'll notice a difference between the powder coated ones versus our stainless steel version. So you'll notice that right away. It's been a great success so far, and again, we've only been a couple weeks into this uh, as far as releasing them. So, but the black demand is, is there, though. The demand is there. Black is already. I'm starting to see the first reports that I've I've been getting a matte black, matte white. I think is going to be a close second, and then the other colors follow. It just I'm looking at Carlito, and he looks like he's got a number of questions. Uh, uh -oh. Listen, I can't. Can't so keep up with all the changes. It's fantastic. <laughs> I used to be able to walk in and just say, "This is what I want." That's now I'm like literally standing and staring and decisions, trying to decisions, yeah. decisions, decisions. Yeah. Like there's just so many options. There are, and it, you know what the beauty about it is that for so many years, at least from what I've seen as far as the company is, we've been that behind the scenes thing, like the technical aspect of what you do in an install, like waterproofing and the uncoupling and all all those kinds of things. That for so long we really weren't the lipstick, you know, the up out in your face right so when we came out with trendline that was a pretty big deal and even i kind of given that a little bit of you know didn't give it as much credit as it deserved until i started seeing it installed once i saw it installed i was wow then you people, saw the potential why are people not using this more yeah. often that's what was my question as opposed to not thinking people would use it you know sometimes things are even for myself you know or eye openers same thing with the shelves the shelves are not something that necessarily has to go with our system and that's what the beauty of it is and so many people i didn't think much of it in the beginning a lot came out of it the feedback the initial feedback that we got from just introducing the stainless steel ones they allow the water to flow through the niche shelves are doing extremely well you know and the retrofit is fairly simple and easy people again like curdy board as an example people always often think oh it's not strong enough it's not going to hold that's a misconception but we have it here in the booth now and you can yeah. see it firsthand you can literally hang off of them we don't recommend that sorry just as a disclaimer no but I, i've <laughs> but, literally uh, installed like two mil thick glass mosaic I would say six mil thin by, uh, I'm going to guess, two and a half inches or three inches long piece of glass as mosaic on Curdy. Once you install it, it's rock hard. It doesn't have that give. It doesn't have that flexibility. Yeah. So once that happened, it's the same thing like 10 years ago when I first used a tray for the shower floor and I put it in and I'm walking on foam and I was trying to explain it to other contractors. I'm like, it's foam, man. I don't know what else. Yeah. You, it's foam. I don't know how else to describe it. It's yeah. foam. 
But yeah, but I'm so used to sand mix, sand mix, sand mix, sand mix. It's, it's the same old. And that's the thing is getting people out of that mentality of, I always say, I try to say at the workshops now, you know, the most dangerous thing you can say in business is I've always done it this way. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's something and that's expressed in construction way too much. The biggest excuse is when we walk into job sites and we see and they potentially have a claim or an issue and we're there to help. I've been doing and they start rhyming off the resume. I, I appreciate oh, that wow. there's guys that are good at their, <laughs> what they do and they've been doing it for years. And I, and I can understand that and I can see where they would be frustrated. It doesn't necessarily mean this particular situation. It went right. Yeah. You know, that's all we really can say about that. I don't I can appreciate that you've been doing this for 30 years and, you know, you've been in this industry longer than me. It doesn't necessarily mean you did this correctly. There could have been a misstep. Exactly. There could have been, and we don't know. Yeah, I don't like the construction industry because most guys are so easy to point fingers. And they'll always point at the manufacturers, the suppliers, and the products, and they won't really consider who did it or how they did it until the very end. But, I mean, we all are we, construction We know Columbo. as contractors know. when there's a problem. We know where the and, problem and is. And that's when you should stop. It's yeah. when you need to stop and say, I got a problem. I messed up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not try to keep moving forward because you just want to make the money. At some point, you need to have integrity and say, you know what, I'm going to walk away, figure this out, redo it. Couldn't agree more. And, and that's oftentimes what we say, part of our team, we always tell the guys, like, or I tell the, you know, anybody we're talking to, call us before or call us while you're on the job site. We don't have a problem with Questions, that. man. You know, we, we've often dropped what we're doing to go run and help yeah. somebody. It's it's not, you know, it's not an issue. And it's like, you know, someone once told me our company is the type of company that goes running to a problem instead of running away from a problem. <laughs> because That's we great. want to solve the issue. I've seen two or three of you show up, not well, just one. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've called and said I've needed help. You know I've needed help many times. And Carlito, you know what the reason for that is? Sometimes there's someone in our company that has more expertise in that particular situation than us. We're not perfect but we you know like i tell people use the resources 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 no one expects you to know everything but if you know where to find the answers that's the key and i think you said something earlier that every project is different it doesn't matter if it's a bathroom job not every bathroom job is framed the same way the same floor joists the same plumbing mm -hmm. there's always a situation well, that's different custom means custom it's man. like a yeah. fingerprint it's always going to be different absolutely yeah. what other new products we to talk about um, one of the other new products you I think you touched upon it already was Troba. the Trobo level that's something that's I think is gonna you know it's perfect timing now that it's gonna be out in the spring so just as we get through this you know winter I think we'll be lined up and ready to go for all those applications balconies terraces you know any type of outdoor application it's now kind of at least for us and our team it's gonna be a go-to system and we've already seen so much interest in it I'm looking forward to seeing how well this goes. what's what's the lowest it can go and what's the highest it can go it basically it'll range anywhere from the floor all the way up to on a five degree slope okay okay up to 15 inches 15 inches wow versus really yeah yeah you can stack there you can't see one from here i don't think we're blocked but where that gentleman is standing you can see that there's uh it stacks up with three of the spacers in between up to 15 inches and it's designed for a five degree slope five degree slope yeah got it which is going to be your minimum anyway on a flat roof application when you want to do this so yeah. basically for people who don't know about it how do you describe it it's a pedestal right it's a pedestal it's a plastic system. pedestal yep. Yep. And it's designed to... Can you still use dimensional lumber with it? Technically, I guess you could. What you'd need to do is make sure you meet all the engineering requirements. Again, we're not the authority on that, no. so I wouldn't recommend... But primarily, it's designed it's for a two-by-two two stone paver of some sort of material. Or larger. Or, or, larger. or it can yeah. go even larger than yeah. two-by-two? Really? Even it can go as small as eight inches all the way up to... it. I guess it depends on the material. Yeah, what would happen there is that once you have that, anything larger than two-by-two, two, the pedestals, you might have to have additional supports underneath that. In between, yeah, depending correct. on that. Yeah. So, but so. ideally, you guys have 
design it for a two foot by two foot. Ideally, yeah, I would yeah. say that seems to be the most common because that's the factories these days, that's what they're producing in the 2CM products. So that's the most abundance, but as that changes and the styles change, you may see that change. You know, again, we'll have to adapt to whatever comes our way. What ends up happening there, that becomes now the manufacturer's recommendation as yes. to what they expect. You know, again, this is fairly new for our market in general. Uh, so I think we're all learning as we go. We provide the pedestals. We don't necessarily know all the ins and outs as far as what the requirements are on the tile, what their load capacities and so on are. So those kinds of things will all have to be done with research. I, I love that it protects the roof. So it protects actually the waterproofing membrane of the roof, but it lets Mother Nature go through and how the does actual... That, how does it do that? I'm always Well, there's no UV. About... So there's no UV touching it because you're blocking it. You're basically blanketing. No, I know I understand that part. I was more worried about the footing of it, like underneath, how it the applies to the enough. cold or hot process uh, roofing membrane. I have yet to see one damage any kind of yeah, two, so we have two a pad. Basically, yeah. that goes underneath the base oh, pedestal. Okay. That protects the roofing membrane. And then from there, you build up as you need to. Either we have the adjustable or we have the stackable options, both available, as well as we have some spacers. So when you have to make adjustments, the nice part is whenever you can is do the adjustable because it just torques, right? You just turn it and you yep. torque it and you raise it up to whatever level you need to. I didn't realize that you can get up to 15 inches, huh? Yeah, 15 That's inches. tall. Yeah. And then it allows all the, mo uh, the water to fall through the grout joints because it's not grouted, right? So it's just a loose piece of tile that sits on top of the pedestal. Could I use it under? my subfloor <laughs> in my basement no <laughs> your basement is going to go from eight yeah. foot to what yeah. seven foot seven foot basement just so you can have some troll levels there no well, it's, it's great for balconies patios yeah. you know uh, rooftop uh, terraces where yes. typically we're unusable spaces this is a perfect way to get rid of you know the slope still there we can now level out the paver to be a flat floor so that way everybody can walk on you know it you know what was usable. scary is back in the day or i guess they're still doing it you know how they used to do it right using two inch or one inch sps polystyrene yeah the, i've oh. seen worse stuff I've, what, seen, I've like, seen concrete pavers go down, concrete just lumber, pavers yeah. go down. lumber just rotting under there. But yeah, that's going that to yeah. eat away at the roofing membrane. <laughs> These are things that people have to learn, right? So that's why this makes more sense. So you put that up there and it's great. And it's adjustable. And, and with our climate, guys, that's that's the beauty of both no, those no, particular four products. seasons, man. You know, it allows it to move and, and be independent of, uh, of the roof or whatever substrate it's on. And we're good to go. There's no issue. It's minor adjustments, you know, yearly if needed. And a new favorite of mine is your, uh, how big is that? Six foot? No, six and a half. How, oh, how many? The curdy membrane. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, two meters. Two so meters. Six yeah, foot, that's six, beautiful. Six and a half. That's a product we released last year. It didn't take off as much simply because I think it's really geared towards guys like yourselves who are more experienced with our product on the regular. It will speed things up. You get one foul swoop right through the shower, uh, and then you only have one connection to make, which is along the base, which ties right into our tray. Or even a curbless a, shower, yeah. a custom curbless shower. Yep. You could do yeah. one. Yeah, we've one done sheet. two demos today, and that's what exactly what we're showing here. We did the two meter curdy uh, tying into the shower base. Yeah, I love the curdy board. I whenever, just whenever you can, that's yeah. that's one of our highest recommendations. Is working from the studs out gives you a perfect opportunity to level things out. You can wet shim. You know, it's just it's a waterproofing's built in. You're ready to go and ready to tile. Ideal product. That's the probably one of the most versatile products I've seen in, in our industry because you can build with it. It's um, easy to work with. Man. Yeah, it's just so simple. You really need a few tools, and that's it. A straight edge, a cut, you know, a knife, you know, some mortar, and you're good to go. A little bit of curdy fix if needed 
and you can build pretty well I anything love out of it. Fix. Oh yes, the universal. <laughs> the Everybody's universal. using it, which is yeah. great. It's uh, the magic compound. <laughs> yeah, it solves a lot of problems. So some some things a little unconventional, but but it's uh, it's interesting to hear, and it's you know you see you see what people can really do with something. Are you allowed? Because uh, when it comes to two inch curdy board, are you allowed to use a circular saw to cut it, or are you not sure. asking? It's yeah. fine, right? Because yeah. I just did it before asking permission. And I was just curious. <laughs> Am I supposed to be doing this? Yes. <laughs> just, yes. But I did learn. Remember, we learned on, on uh, the Bosch table saw, the Reacts one. Yeah, as long as it cuts clean the way you want it well, to, no, it doesn't it, tear it, up. It the, actually the... stopped. It stopped because it detected it as, as if it had moisture in it, right? Oh. It was a weird. It's, remember that? It was. It was weird. It was, so there's like wet wood. And then we learned really quickly anything foam or styrofoam. If the blade touches it, it actually activates and it shuts it down, right? So oh, we're like, oh, that was it. interesting. So I always thought that you were supposed to, but I didn't ask. I didn't ask you guys that question. Was it straight? Uh, for me, I find the easiest a straight edge, exactly, and just cut it. And it's and done. the easiest. It's done. Right? Yeah, so for, it's not for that me, it's, it's still sand beds. Like I'm, I just. How old are you again? The problem is, is that <laughs> I don't get to like build the bathrooms I want. Everything's always custom, and it just. But there's a tray that's custom for. There's plenty of trays. Let me. You, there's plenty of trays. That you I know, can but use the trays application. Once you start cutting the outside of the tray, you got to balance it. Yeah, I know, but most guys don't. So, are you most guys? And I love sand beds. I honestly do. I Listen, just put my curry over again, top. And again, I can agree with that 100%. There's guys that are good at it. Guys like myself who are probably not as you know versatile in the, in the sand bed. The shower tray again, another one of those products that to me is ingenious. That. It makes it so simple. You know, not everyone has got that expertise. I, I always say sand, you know, dry pack is, is an art and not a lot of guys yep. are good at doing it. And that's the that's the important part. But, you know, we can do either or as long as the waterproofing still can tie in, the drain still works with that. And that's what's the beauty about, again, going back to our products and where we started is that, you know, it's a tile setter who invented products for tile setters. We did a podcast last week with uh, a tile supplier, Seat. We asked them the question about what, where all the faults are. And, and we were surprised to hear that most of the faults with some of their jobs or their clients jobs were at the drain the drains are leaking obviously they're not using they might be doing rubber membranes i don't know no, what they are for they're sure rubber membranes yeah and that's exactly it so that's why we were a little surprised because they're, they're using very expensive finishing material time material and all of a sudden they're failing and and they that can be avoided really easily and then we also spoke up and we shared and we just explained to them that customers need to understand or even contractors need to understand i'm hoping that most contractors know this the tile is not the waterproofing material of oh, any oh. shower the tile <laughs> i just want to repeat that the tile is not the waterproofing material right i don't care if it's porcelain yeah sure the actual center point yeah, but once you have a grout line, that's a hole. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate because I think for years, you know, over generations, people tiled those, you know, their showers because they thought that's what it was. It was a waterproofing surface, a waterproofed surface, essentially. The issue is that you still have porous parts of that. Not all tiles made the same. Let's start there. Stone in itself is porous, and grout, any cementious product that's involved, is porous. Tile itself can be somewhat impervious, but you still have weak points. Okay, and it's vapor drive that is what causes the issue. This isn't like, I always tell guys, this isn't like seeing water dripping from your ceiling, because that's obvious. This is the unobvious situation. This is the constant vapor drive of droplets that are pushed through continuously over time. And it's, you know, the death by a thousand cuts, you know, that kind of thing. So it's constantly happening, right? And then two or three or four years later, after they've spent 
you know, who knows how much money on this, using all these beautiful finishes and all this, and they didn't protect their investment by installing good quality technical products. That's where the issues start. You get that buildup, that constant buildup. It could be something as simple as just a little bit of mold, but that mold, once it grows roots, it's almost like a bacteria. It will yep. just not go away. And the issue, back to your point about shower pans, you know, where does that smell come from? It's from the saturation of the moisture that gets through the tile and sits inside there and just never gets a chance to evaporate. All the stuff that we've set ourselves up for are kind of like the last lines of defense. We've never set anything up to be the first line of defense, as I like to say. The first line of defense now is, is Curdy. Hits the tile, tries to go through like it should, and then eventually it just doesn't have much of a surface to really penetrate, goes away. If there's no waterproofing there, what happens is hits the tile, goes through, now starts to embed itself into the building materials. There could be a failure if you don't level your walls properly. And well, yes. I've seen guys build up <laughs> that's thin set story. that's more than three quarters of an inch, and then you got this stagnant water back there, right? No, I agree with you. But again, this is just the basics of understanding it. Right. And, and this is what I, you know, we like to try to make sure that everybody understands why we do these things. And, and that's a big part of what, you know, going back to this whole thing about education and workshops and what we do is, you know, we don't do these things to say, hey, you know, we've you know, come up with the magic solution to everything, to understand that there's a better way. Understand what the original way of doing something was or is, like dry pack and, and mortar beds and, and traditional systems. That's our biggest issue in our marketplace is traditional systems. That's what we fight every day. But understanding that those traditional systems, not only is there a better way, it's also easier. We can create some longevity in our industry, maybe attract some new generations. How do you feel about the new generation in tiles? What do you mean tiles? What well, just mean? guys. You, oh, you know, tile I, I, are you seeing oh, more coming younger installers? I think the, the the newer, like the younger generation of installers, definitely are adapting to ideas better. Wow! So that's the nice part. I agree. I totally uh, agree on that. Yeah. Because you know that philosophy. I think in the past there was that whole apprentice type mentality. This is how I learned from my predecessor, so therefore this is the way I'm going to do it because it's the only way I've ever been taught to do this. And like I say, this is how I've always done it. It's the most dangerous you know, words a guy can say. This is the difference between the newer generations. They're adapting, right? Because they're used to adapting because of today's society, like all of us, you know, like we are today, we're, we're doing a podcast. We're right? talking, like, I know. You know, and Construction. We, five, ten years ago, nobody was no, doing that kind nobody. of thing, right? This is the, the difference is that they adapt to these type of new technologies a lot quicker than let's say the older generations right so are we like i was just going to ask you are they are the older generations embracing it just as much as the younger guys or are we kind of a rare breed here no I, I, again i've met i've met I, my no, share no, no, of guys no, I, you in, know in what that's it's a great question I, I the thing for me i think i find is you know we're kind of that in between you guys obviously you know how to use a smartphone you know how to use computers so you're adapting to technology and that's because you're open-minded right so it starts there is not sitting there and saying to yourself no i have all the answers <laughs> right are you, what are you going to teach me right like yeah. and that's the attitude that you can't have because you know especially starting out in this industry when i was younger and i was had some of those roles where i had to come in and actually talk to a guy who did have much more experience than me wouldn't necessarily take me seriously. Hey, but I embraced that because I actually wanted to ask There's that person difference. more questions. That's the difference. I'm like, I'm only going to learn because I actually get next to a person who knows more than me. And that's how it works, right? That's like right. really simple math. If I'm watching how you do it and you don't want to teach me whatever, but I pay attention how you're doing it, I can say, that's good, that's good. I'm not crazy about that. I'll change that. But I'm going to listen, but I'm going to ask you. 
how you did it because you got more experience than me, right? And vice versa. The younger guys will come up to me and ask me. And my running joke is I just can make it up as I go, right? That's all I just say, right? So I'll just change it. I'll say I just make it up as I go. But there's go. a lot of truth to that. There is a lot of truth yeah, because you do, you do kind of construction custom is a lot of improvisation. But you take the core idea of what you're supposed to do and you pay attention to the rules. And we joke about how we don't read manuals. And, and I'm not sure. Do you guys still put the DVDs in the, the packages still? DVDs are obsolete. They're obsolete there now. There you go. Oh, thank right? goodness, Prime man. Because I always felt bad. Whenever I opened them up, I just chucked them. And I was like, man, you know, they You know what? I feel another way. Like, what do you do? There's you, guys you that have worked for me. They're not into technology. I still have older DVDs, discs. Yeah. And I'll just throw them in my truck at lunch. They'll watch the video. They may not learn everything they need to. But at least when I get into that bathroom with them, they have an understanding of how to prep for me while I'm on the, the tools. Basis, the and basis. then when I see that they've prepped properly, then the next step is to put them on a tool. If yeah. they pass that, then they get to the next. Sometimes guys and girls need a visual. Not everyone's, Manny makes fun of me all the time. He's a tacky guy, I'm not. But everybody's got a smartphone. I have yet to meet a contractor who doesn't have a smartphone. Everybody's got a smartphone. So if you want to find out about something, Google it and YouTube it. And yeah, you'll see I know, but, but Googling everything isn't the right answer either. I've seen some really stupid stuff online. Yeah. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I can't believe like, that. Like yeah. With Schluter, you actually find the video that you guys have posted on yeah, your channel. It's a, and that's a very good, you know, that's a very important point. There are a lot of guys who, you know, piggyback off our product. And we, you know, again, we can understand why. And we appreciate that. They want to be experts in their fields. And, of course, they've come across Trying to get product. your attention. Yeah, and get attention. That's fine. And that's all fine and good. The issue there is that, you know, all I can say to anyone doing that is just be cautious. Our videos are our videos. It's Schroeder North America, not, you know, a how-to video from Bob's tile. ABC contractor <laughs> in, in wherever, right? You want to make sure you're getting the right information from the right place. That's what's key. And all our information, just as an example, like, you know, our literature is, is great, but our digital information is always the first to get updated. So if there's ever any question, it's always the digital version that gets the most up-to-date But most guys are actually going to the digital platform before they're going to a hard copy, right? Yeah. I mean, the hard copies are nice. Yes. They're, they're nice, and, and we put them everywhere. They're um, in my truck. I have them in my truck. In my, my both my doors. I have every single hard copy. I do. I do too. They have the curls. Yeah. They have the curls from it. You know, <laughs> a little beat from, up. Yeah. yeah, in and out, in and out. But I try to upgrade mine uh, as much as I can. I think it's important to have those little things. I do. Because sometimes, yeah. you know what? Your game's not on. Sometimes you can be stressed out. You're not focused. And you just need to just go back and just overview. You have the information. You don't have to call anyone or Google anything. I'm an old school guy. still got that kind of stuff. Getting back to learning in tiles, I've learned more from the new generation than I have in any other part of the trade. I've learned how to miter, polish. I think it's what Mike said. But like, I think the younger guys have been more challenged to try new ideas regarding tiling. Versus the old school guys who were like, listen, you're my apprentice. You're going to be my apprentice for a very long time. And I'm only going to teach you X amount each year. I think the younger guys now are like, I want to learn more and more and more. I want to get out there. I want to know what site I got to go to, what workshop I got to go to, what product to try. And then all of a sudden they start trying new ideas, right? I was going to ask you, Mike, what difficult situations have you guys come across? Like one of my first difficult situations with Schluter was when I did curve and rounded corners in, yeah. a, in a shower, right? So I had to figure out how to do that. I couldn't at the time use your flexible. It just didn't work for me. So I ended up using a different product, but then I still curtied it. I used a different, I used exterior foam. 
is what I used. And it had a cement on it. And then I put Cordy on top of it. And then I made sure that it was all good. And then I tiled from there. What other difficult applications have you seen some of these younger guys? I mean, I've seen some of the stuff that you guys, the curved benches, the heated back seats on benches and showers. Yeah. I've seen those. Those are great. What other crazy I, kind of things? We've been doing that for a while now. No, I mean, successfully. I've never had a callback yet. On any of the curved benches? Never. Nothing? And, How did and, you do and radiant curve? heat? The flexible curdy didn't come out until when? Oh, geez, that's a great question. About five, six years ago, maybe? Oh, well, it might have been longer than that. A little well, longer? What we did was we stacked them up, the two inch. We shaved it to the style that and we wanted. That way, huh? And then. I mean, Curdy Fix goes a long way. It you does. can butter up anything with that, and once it, it's it, dry, it's good to go. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things, actually, Curdy Fix being one of the ones that people want to use for every application. They want to say, hey, why can't I do away with, instead of waterproofing with the banding, can I just use Curdy Fix or what have you? That's probably one of the biggest ones we get. So it's time consumption. They feel like they need to speed things up even more, and that's probably a problem with my, our society. Yeah, my, my argument with that is that I'm pretty sure most clients are bringing out 20 plus maybe 50 plus a, a square foot tile yeah. for you to install and i'm like man get it right from the beginning and prep it all because you're using very expensive and now like even when we're talking and we know the trends are slabs yeah slabs being installed our biggest challenge i think because people look to us as being the leaders in pretty well everything because we've paved the way for this whole no you really have to, you know we were the innovators and until now obviously it's now mainstream you know the biggest issue i think going back to that point is is probably staying relevant enough fast enough with what else is coming out as an example like swabs so you know going off of what you were saying there manny is the swabs people are using that all on the floor so we're still in the process of doing some testing and all those kinds of things so that's one of those challenges that we have so that's probably i would say one of the biggest challenges is trying to stay up to speed with what else is coming out because you know we're German and to the point of you know we want to make sure we understand you're not everything. German I'm not German the company is German <laughs> you're correct I was waiting for yes. that I'm not German you're German I'm not German <laughs> but Sorry, I had to. it's just it's just you know st staying on course and making sure that we follow the right steps because we never want to misstep we don't want to be in a situation where we recommend something without fully understanding what exactly or the, you know, the ins and outs of that scenario. Yeah, we, we so, see like a lot of floating seats. We see a lot of curve action going on in showers. We see a lot of slabs going on. That's what people are asking, whether they be 6 mil, 12 mil, 2 cm, 3 cm. We're seeing some insane work. We're seeing full floors now. Now they're actually getting out of the bathrooms and making the entire living room, kitchen, everything, all full slabs, fewer grout lines. We're seeing yeah. a lot of stuff, right? And you guys have to figure out how to do, how to apply all those kinds yeah. of things, right? Yeah, and, and that's and that's a challenge, right? So it becomes harder and harder when you've got these technologies all at different times trying to stay you know, ahead of the game or create a new way of, of doing things. And, and that's probably one of our biggest challenges now is just staying relevant with all those different applications that are out there these days. Come so fast and furious and that relates back to technology technology as a whole just keeps coming faster yep. and faster and younger generations keep challenging us more and more and more i think but you guys want thing. that you oh, want absolutely we kids. embrace it to your point yeah. we embrace that we want to know it you know like i was saying earlier is we challenge each other to be better so sometimes we bring this to the forefront we want our company to try to do these kinds of things and, and stay on top of it again there's a process 
right? We, we can't just do it blindly. We want to make sure we understand everything fully and completely before we accept. One thing I want to say is I, I know that uh, it, was, it was Pat. And Pat, I'll do a little shout out to you because I know you <laughs> listen to this. Pat is the one that first mentioned the app to me. I've never been a big construction app guy. And I'll be honest, like I think it was two or three years there was so many app companies coming at my way and just going, Manny, can you try this? Can you try this? Can you try this? And it wasn't until Simon actually showed it and all of a sudden I started using it. I'm like, man, this is really a good app, man. I know yeah. you haven't looked at it yet. Have you looked no. at the app yet? This app is insane. Like what the best part of the app is when you go in there and you start asking, you start you try to figure out what what products you need. So you describe what your shower is, right? And all of a sudden you hit configure, it actually starts to give you the retail pricing and it starts to populate the entire cost of, yes, that's exactly the expression that I made when I started looking at this. And that's what was impressive about the app. So as soon as that, you know, Pat showed it to me and all of a sudden Simon started showing it to me and I was like paying attention and I started looking at it and I was going, this is actually an easy app to use. You got to try it. I'm telling you right now. The only thing I'm worried about with that is I'm a very strong believer that there is no set price in construction. Everyone has a different speed, everyone uses different tools, everyone approaches every construction job differently. I think it's a great reference. For me, it's not practical because my price is different because I do different no, things. No, no, along hang the on way. a second. No. The app is yeah. only designed so you can create a retail price list. So this is Just what you can, you can take this price list and all of a sudden present it to your client and go, here is the potential cost regarding all the waterproofing and whatever profiles and the drains and all this other stuff. Here's the potential price for it. You factor it into your, your in pricing when you're presenting a job. That's what it's for. I, I think it's, it's a guideline, man. I think it's great for some people. For me, I don't allow my customers to have that. I give them my price. If they don't like that, it's, then it's, I just it, move yeah, on, right? I, I totally understand what you're saying. There's a few other things going along with the app. You don't necessarily have to have your customer do it per se. It's really geared towards the contractor yeah. and so on. Uh, and we're constant. And right now we're trying to actually evolve that to become more relevant to the contractor. So we're getting some feedback uh, and doing some, you know, some testing and, and some getting some ideas from from that. But that being said, is the app as it is right now, it works really well. Is that you know one of the things is to get pricing or product information. That's just the key for, right off the top. And again, everything is MSRP. So you know we're not talking about your price necessarily or, or anything like that. So a customer doesn't need to know that. But more importantly is that it actually, you can configure a whole job and be able to write from the app. That's what's impressive. And send it to a customer, right to their email That's what's from you. Okay, impressive. you've challenged me. I'll um, go home tonight I'm and I'll do my homework. Okay? So yeah. you know what you need for that particular job and you say, yes. hey, I need you know four sheets of yes. cardi board. I'm going to put in a tray. I'm going to do a curb. I'm going to do a shell. And you pump that all in there and then basically what you do is you then send that off to your customer. It's and making our lives easier, man. Like We kind of have an idea of what these products cost, but they actually populated for us yeah. so we already have that it helps wow. us with our pricing yeah, in an email format which is nice and it makes you look a lot more professional to totally. the customer so we're trying to do things like that another thing we have on there that's really interesting and, and um, really caught my eye was the uh, Dietrich heat calculator that's probably one of the biggest things yeah. we get a lot of questions yeah. about oh, I don't know about this yeah so the calculator actually has augmented reality so you can actually take your your points of reference in your shower or in your bath it's and, a good and, app. and then plot what? all your areas and it'll spit out all the stuff that you need for that application. It's a good app. Man. So it's Seriously. more than I think where you were thinking it's just a price book online. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's, here, here's it's more some than pretty that. pictures and yeah. some numbers. <laughs> no, it's not like that, man. I'm totally, it's, it's a good app, man. Seriously. I'll have to look at it tonight. You got to check yeah, it out. It's, it's got some really interesting, and again, you can do it manually if you wish, uh, if you don't want to do the 
augmented reality. But again, there's more to it. It's also just having all the product at your fingertips. Right, so I, I've caught myself. Everything using is it. there, right? Everything, like you just punch in, like you know, a simple word, like quad. We don't even, you know, quad. And it'll pop up. Everything. It'll tell you all the sizes, all the different finishes. And all the, yeah. yeah, and you just yes. click on it, and it'll just tell you, okay, yes, it's available. So sometimes, you know, we don't even know is that particular size, color, finish available. This is one easy way to do it. And wow. Instead and of flipping of which, through the catalog. Exactly. And, so and speaking of which, the edging, the profiles, they're coming longer now than eight foot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last not year, all we, of them. Not all of them. Though, not right? all of them. Just a few of them we're starting out with. Again, that. Could evolve into more potentially depending on the popularity of Thank it but god 10, ten footers needed. are available so, in the most yeah. popular i know it was I so know. needed yes. well the problem yes. is that a lot of new construction was nine foot exactly. ceilings it was it well, was we're also talking about the same problem that needs to be changed with pencil trim for tiles well i always hated pencil uh, tile that was always a foot or six inches a foot oh, okay. i never understood instead I, of being one I, solid piece i right? know i know it's a fabrication thing but i never understood it right so it just it, you know what We'll just give you this one because we're all German here. We're all German here, okay? We're German now? I'm just saying, there's maybe a thought. Can you I'm say just, it with a German accent? No, I can't do it. German. I don't do it. I'm not a comedian, all right? Pretend so, you're Arnold. No, here's the thing. <laughs> How about we do, uh, here's just, just a thought. I'm just thinking, I'm just spitballing here. What if you guys created a line of so-called pencils in the different finishes? Honestly. It's yeah, it's, you know, again... Uh, dun, dun, dun. And, and if we're giving away things, I'll give away one yeah. of my things. Yeah. I use a wallpaper level. So I have three sizes of wallpaper levels. What's a wallpaper level? It's not just a square level. It has a 45-degree angle. Oh, okay. So right. you could draw your pencil. Because I do sand beds, because that's my go-to as a general contractor and, and laying tiles. It's hard to find them. Yeah. It would be nice to have a Schluter orange oh, one. Okay, okay. <laughs> well. How did you go from me suggesting pencil rails and different finishes well, because of it's, all the it's profiles just another tool to you, you wanting a level? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Make the connection, Kevin. <laughs> no, I, I think because you guys are right. You, you guys are actually creating trim pieces now that are becoming the forefront. They are part of the finishing. The you know, there might be some stuff coming. Every year we're surprised, even us as employees, uh, we're surprised with new things. And there are... I, I I would imagine this year you might see some some new interesting I want things it, and that's what, that's what I like. I mean, like, when I first heard about you guys 10 years, and I'll be very honest, Carly, I'll be honestly, like, 100% honest, I actually did hear about Schluter for the very first time on the Mike Holmes show. That's when I first heard about Schluter. And then I went to the trade shows, saw the product, and I figured it out, and then all of a sudden I started paying attention. And I knew from that first year where you guys had what? You had a drain. You had curdy. You had a curb. What else did you have? Yeah, there wasn't much. Oh, to you, the, to you the had catalog. maybe a handful profiles of profiles. Profiles were the big, a were handful. The big thing. But that was it. Yeah. There was well, nothing else outside let, of that. Let's let's talk about four things that Schluter figured out that were the biggest problems here. First, you know, two by fours. Who puts two by fours as knee walls, putting glass on or for a curb? It just doesn't work. Rubber pans, you know, once you guys that eliminated work. that and made it like nowhere for stagnant water, amazing. Curdy fix, unbelievable. <laughs> the niches. Unbelievable. Yeah, the niches. The and niches. The, and the niches, bulletproof. I mean, for me. I think me, there's more than just four products. <laughs> no, I know. No, no but I, I was just no, saying. But like, I mean, those are, yeah. those are turning points yeah. in, in was, yeah. tile construction and waterproofing. Like, I've never went back. And the guys who've learned how to do it, because, you know, again, there's the guys who don't just don't understand it so therefore shy away from it and that's unfortunate but yeah they it's, should embrace it's, it yeah they should embrace I, it because ten, it's 10 years ago i saw those products and my first thought was this company's sticking around i didn't know how old the company was i didn't know what it was doing i didn't know where it was going this company's sticking around 10 years later here we are 
And, and you've guys got leveling pads for out exterior stuff. You've got the, the in-floor heating, the tra heat. You've got a different kind of couple. you got the thermal TB, Ditra. Yeah. The profiles are insane. The D, like the niche, everything. Yeah, Ditra heat really changed. That was, a, that was actually something that really helped change the industry. That was amazing. When that, I know. love that. Can you explain a little bit? Because I don't know too much about it. But I know that the Ditra heat can be used underneath engineered flooring now. It can be uh, what we call all floating floors essentially can be used so alternative floor covering AFC you can now we've accepted that as an a suitable application what you're going to do in that case is basically pour a floor leveler in place of a mortar bed so that's all you're doing and then from there you have to you install a floating floor or a glue down so you're, floor. You're not, okay so you can glue it to the actual as long as the glue is acceptable now again you have to go back to the manufacturer yes. do your due diligence and make sure you understand what floor you're putting what our standards and recommendations there are might be for, a primer that you have to put to, exactly yeah, and whatever I get the that. case may be that's up to them all we're saying is that our system will work I've I always, like that did you I've know always that used, well I've always used quarter sawn wood under radiant heat so I've never had that problem. I've floated quarter sawn, and you know, for, for people who don't know, it's cut differently. It moves up and down instead of left and right. No one wants to spend the money on that, but when you get that, you don't have any problems. Well, and then that's the key, is understanding what product you're putting on top yes. of it, because yes. it's gonna be more susceptible to, obviously, heat and expansion and, and different. But it's great to hear that now we can add that, yeah, because absolutely. I used yeah. to use some we of your competition it. before, yeah. and I would do the same thing. I would, I'd put a cork, membrane down a roll out yeah. with thin set and then i would put thin set down again with the mat and yeah. then i'd pour a self-leveler and then yeah. i would put my quarter yeah, sound engineered now, floor yeah and now you can just do your floor leveler and away you go so you can you know install directly over top so it's it's a nice added feature for us that we don't eliminate one sector of a market that doesn't you know that wouldn't necessarily shy away well, so florence florence right yeah. so I, I i'm waiting for you guys because i remember seven eight years ago i actually wanted to design a shower where i was going to put heated elements in the vertical application. What? I got a call. I got a. I got a. I got a DM on a client. Actually, funny enough, I still speak to. Oh, whatever you know, people like talking to me. Uh, from Texas, right? <laughs> some people don't. And so yeah. some people don't. That queue is a little shorter, but the other queue, let's focus on that one. Um, anyway, so she had a open shower. She said to me that uh, she didn't want to put a glass doors, and she said to me, "I really want. To, I'm concerned about this shower being cold." And I'm like, "It's going to be cold." And I said to her, "The best thing you." should do is that if it's an alcove and all of a sudden you got no door on it i'm going to personally suggest that you heat the walls now this is before Dietra heat and so her idea was she was like i'm going to put a heat lamp that was not certified in the u.s because this is the u.s and all of a sudden i was like me personally i would not want to put a heat lamp thinking that you're a burger or fries and, and all of a sudden you're in a shower that's just dangerous to me i've seen guys now put the Dietra heat on benches and yeah, the backs. I love it. Can I technically, or, or am I like overstepping my boundaries because I've been called a Renault cowboy now? Can I actually put Dietra on the wall on a vertical? No, you can't. Yes, he's already shaking his head. He's already why, shaking his head. Why, why can't he's you? He's shaking his head. It's, it's a, again, understanding the local authorities, you cannot on a vertical surface. It's not acceptable. What, but what you know if you I can do? steel studs, no, rocks no, so behind no, it? No, but you know I, what you can I'm do? I'm not the authority, so I don't no, want to say no. what you can I, or I, So I, are I, you I, saying I can't do it on the benches that I've been doing it on? You can do it okay, up to 16 inches. Yep. We, can, oh. we can slide 
underneath the radar and put it on a bench. That's but I want to put it on the walls. You know why I want to put it on uh, the walls? In Europe, I, you can. I, uh, I love Europe. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not joking, but I've put it Europe. on backrests <laughs> because a lot of my customers' wives want to lean on the tile. The, the, the thing is that you'll actually feel <laughs> you'll feel the heat coming off the vertical surface. That's why I want it there. We need to figure out how it's going to pass code. I need to figure out how it's going to pass code because I want to start designing showers where I put the walls as heat. That's really important because I, everyone knows this. When you heat, heat your heat on tile and you're in the bathroom and all of a sudden you step off the tile and you start walking on the hardwood, oh, my God, that hardwood is freezing. I can't stand Absolutely. this. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we are talking about five degrees here, man, yeah. but you are, you are spoiled. But when I take a shower, I want to walk in there and I want to be, like, blanketed. <laughs> with heat. You know well, what I'm saying? It, you know, it's funny we're talking about radiant heat. 15 years ago, or I used to have customers tell me, I can't get my wife out of the washroom. She's reading <laughs> books on the floor all the time. And I'm like, what? And he goes, ever since you put that radiant heat in there, she's laying on the floor all the time. Are they calling to thank you or are they calling? <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. There we go. I, there we it go. It sounded like the, woman's, the women liked it, but the men didn't. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, Mike, I got to hold it. To, you yeah. got you to gotta give us one something new. One something before... IBS, something new. Well, Nothing? Nothing? I have a request. Go ahead. I know you have a curbless system. The last two or three customers I've had, I don't put doors on anymore. Like, I just don't have doors. What are you, you lazy? You guys helped out. <laughs> when, I was, when I was on the show, you guys helped me out, and we did two handicapped bathrooms, no doors. The walls were 100% waterproof. The floor, you could take a hose and spray the room. It was completely waterproof but what it's leading to is i would love to see a replacement for three quarter inch subfloor already with an angle to a shower what are you pan. talking about that you guys have that no you guys have another membrane that goes on the outside no, no, also. you have your new tray the new tray is the one inch tray the maximum one inch what's wrong you don't know Thin about trays. this how do you not know about this dude, man? we have 22 dude. we have 22 i can't keep up with you guys <laughs> since last year we introduced they have that yeah, tray the one inch well, the, we is have, it styrofoam or plastic no styrofoam. styrofoam this is a one inch tray here that you can see in the in the demo and you remove you. the subfloor you put yep. that in yes yes oh sir. my god <laughs> carlito i thought am i that far behind you know what I will do that for you. How? <laughs> <laughs> I will get it done and get it for you. Go through R&D you know and everything. Leave today, it's I yours. will have one for you. <laughs> you, know, you know the things I was doing? I was. I either had to get an engineer drawing and no, put new IBM They like, figured it out, eyes man. in there. No. Or when was that launched? That was launched at IBS last year? Last year, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was oh last year's product. Oh, my God. And it we've was actually brilliant, expanded man. that tray offering. Why didn't anyone call me? Like, <laughs> Don't have the app. You know, you know what? This is how I'm starting. <laughs> this is how I'm starting to feel. The yeah. ministry changes the bylaws and doesn't notify us, and now Schluter is. No, yeah. Schluter is notifying. They are sharing. They told everybody. We do everybody. our best to get the information out there. I don't know if we've ever been accused of that, but no. Uh, yeah. I need to take another course. It's there, yeah. man. Seriously, it's there. You know, and the crazy part is, is it doesn't matter how long you use Schluter. You still need to come back almost yeah. every year to do another course. Yeah, because so much stuff is coming out. Constantly adding and adding stuff to the, uh, and I'll show you that afterwards. No, no, but, but yeah, I, I, the, you guys launched that I think the same time as the right angle drain, right? Yes, the right angle drain and the two meter courtesy. So that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, oh, that was God. yeah last year's. Well, I, I'm still like I. I I'm I, more I, disappointed in you I, not telling me. No, I told you. You're probably not listening, but <laughs> yeah. like, believe it or not, Carlito's never been to IBS, man. Oh, really? He's never been we'll to be IBS. There this year. Man. You know, you know, my problem is. 
is, is that I've cared about my job so much. I've never oh, been able to. Oh, no, you're I'm, gonna use I'm, that I'm angle. Going, I'm, going to, I'm going to the change. I'm going to the change. So far in my life, I've never allowed my jobs to be left alone, and I always felt like I had to be over top of everybody. And now that I'm a little older, I'm realizing that. I have to trust my trades or people that I'm using or, or create that great team and I need to go learn. <laughs> yeah. You have to come yeah. to these shows. It's and important. Again, it, you know, this is part of what we do and you know, all jokes aside, like we, we can, you know, easily do that even just for you and your staff. We don't have a problem with that. That's what our team does. We'll be happy to come out and do like a one on one PK with your guys. What is ninety percent of what you do? That's what's important to me. If ninety percent is this, why am I gonna show you 90% of my catalog. I can't believe you I can... made a, a, a pan for me just like that. <laughs> that's all quick we <laughs> moved. Okay, you guys fast. almost done ask, back there? Ask for <laughs> something else. Hey, Santa's here. Ask for I something know. else yeah. right now. No. Santa that's... should be orange this year. <laughs> <laughs> Santa could be orange. But, okay, so you can't, nothing, nothing, not one thing. I mean, IBS nah, is I in January. We're like I a month away. You know what? Honestly, they keep pretty uh, you tight-lipped know, tight eh? about that kind of stuff. They don't let everybody know. You know, there's a lot of key people involved in those kinds of things and you know the way we've moved even as a company you know going back to how much we've grown is we have that whole product development process which is really really important and what that is is that's truly market feedback that gets back to the company is gathered and then utilized to create and come up with new ideas and new products that make sense for our company as well as for the trade as a whole that's important right so for us to kind of loose whips sink ships yeah, you know yeah. that kind of thing well you know what I'll leave it up to Carlito because we did a podcast <laughs> earlier today with Renault Run and all of a sudden he kept on making a bunch of suggestions that yeah, but I didn't never knew. They didn't say yes or no. Those but are it, just ideas. I know, but they. I think they're actually in the pipeline now. So start thinking, Schluter, and start they expressing. They should have gave me a list of things. Start coming up with some about. ideas, and we'll he see how Mike reacts. us to solve Let, that problem. Let, so let's listen. see how Mike reacts. I, the only thing I got on Schluter is that we want to give. We get bigger pencils. That's no, it. No, and a level. No. They're on top of us and already. A level, and a level. <laughs> No, uh, you you know you got two guys here that are diehard shooter guys, yeah. right? And, and there's we, a lot and of we guys. Thank you guys for yeah, that. no, and we love the product because you know what? It's it never act, failed. It, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just never, never failed. failed. People say you don't have to reinvent things. You really don't. It's bulletproof, man. Oh, I might as well make a bulletproof vest out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we did see uh, the overalls there. What's oh, going on there, yes. man? Yes. Oh man. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, never, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Are we, uh, allowed to have any of yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are company issue. There are, you know, that's the whole thing with are being you guys so hiring? generous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, you know, the, there are certain things that we try to keep within the company so we can distinguish an employee from just everyone. Well, I am an, everyone. indirectly but an employee. But you guys are technically, you know, almost employees. You're so loyal to us. So, yeah, I know there's, there's always a few extra things that we like to get as employees uh, that are nice. Um, no, they look pretty slick. Well, we were yeah. like, hey, you know, looking pretty fly there, you yeah, know. Yeah. So Jesse, we're and Jesse was rocking the uh, the overalls yeah, earlier. Yeah, Jesse so. had them on, and yeah. I was like jealous. We almost got him to take them off. <laughs> Me and Manny were gonna fight over them. Uh, I totally forgot your name, yeah. Carlito, for a second. <laughs> he wants those overalls. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so Carlito always has these questions at the end. So sure. go ahead, shoot them. Right. I'd love for you to just tell people. I'm encouraging people to come and take your course. It changed my world. 
and my business and my life. I really want, because it's so close to Christmas, and I've already said to people, we've already talked about you guys give away so much just to encourage the transfer over to better product, something that it's bulletproof, something you guys really believe in. And, and I mean, you guys love your own product. It's amazing. You know, yeah. some people just make a product and just sell it. You guys really love your product. Yeah. No, we really, we really do bleed orange. What, yeah. When a guy takes a course or a girl takes a course mm -hmm. at your school, what are the things you get? Most importantly, all that is get a lot of people probably come for the free stuff, but the most valuable Wait a minute, thing, there's free stuff? <laughs> there's always free stuff. Free trials, but, but free bags, free The reality is, is the most valuable thing you're going to walk away with is the education and knowledge you're walking out there a better person yes. if you really care about your industry totally. and what you do it's going to show and it's going to show by you wanting to do that stuff and like i said it astonishes me that we fill those classrooms up every few weeks or every couple weeks you know and that's not including let's say remote workshops that we go out to like remote areas that necessarily people wouldn't come out to us if we, otherwise right that's the most valuable thing i think they could take away from us because we don't do it because we want you know, again, this is a huge investment, guys. Understand that we do this out of our own pocket. Yeah. No one subsidizes yeah. us for this. We do. We spend. I can't even imagine how much money well, is spent I've, I've there. I've been in there, and I'm like and, calculating. And, and I'm like, and well, guys, and it's not a shortcut. We don't sit there and say, oh, we're only going to give you like a little mini version. No, we create the full course, a full idea of what you're going to be dealing with on the regular, and it's and you know it's geared towards the trade, and it's a full educational process. So I think you know the most valuable thing you're going to pull away from it is education how does knowledge. one how does one sign up like is there a specific or yeah you basically you go online you can do it through the app or you can do it online or you can contact us directly and we you know either call the 1-800 number or you can contact one of our, the our reps. reps that are here uh it, classrooms are typically full no unfortunately and what we do is again we can squeeze some people in when can not always available squeeze um, me in please yes <laughs> it's not a problem we'll squeeze one in and you know again and, and we look at everybody as an equal like we want everybody to come out we want you know give everybody the opportunity for that we, we even customize things to people's needs so like i said to you carvito if you ever needed you want to work with us and and we want to have you come in we do it all the time we can use the classroom as our space we have no problem making that investment continue over and over Have you and been over to again. the new facility? Not the new one. Uh, north of Toronto there? No. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. impressive, man. You know, I, I'm doing everything that I tell people not to do, and that's educate myself. I've been so busy with my What's business and running you, it eh? that I forgot to do what I always tell everybody. I've been preaching and not doing what I've been What's preaching. What's the matter yeah. with you? Huh? Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's going to change now, right? So. That's right. <laughs> well, so talking I, I, about change, Carlito, you want to ask? Yeah, what would you like to see changed in the industry? That's a great question. And the, and the thing is, what I want to see change is people should care more about what they do. And by doing that, it's educating themselves. That's been something that I learned probably day one when I stepped into this industry. What my boss at that time had told me, he said, listen, let the customer make an educated decision. What does that mean? That means that you have to have enough knowledge to pass on to that customer to allow them to make the decision that's right for them. Don't assume that your way is the right way. Yes, Just give them right. all their options yes. and they can make that decision for themselves. Man, a and good it, idea is a good idea. Correct. Right. And, and, and that's the whole thing. So that's what you want from, you know, I think from anybody is if you have that education, you can better yourself. And you know what? It helps you become a better professional, I think, in our industry. You know, in this whole company and the whole point of the fact that we push education so much is it comes from the top down. Like that's what our owner wanted to do. He wanted to better the industry. He wanted to see this industry flourish. And that's what he's done, right? He's created this vibe. I never asked what the story was why he started this. You should have been know? on the last podcast. Todd 
probably did a better job. He's got much better, uh, you know, knowledge of the history. Cole's notes version or the version I've heard is simple. Werner Schwuder was a towel setter, master towel setter in his own right, and knew that's what he wanted to do his whole career. But he saw a better way. But he didn't see things evolving the way he wanted to. So he started with a single profile. And if you look at you know the front page of our catalog, that's what he's holding is the that's simple, what he began with the profile. The simple sheen profile. Okay. Look at that, and, huh? and Mr. Schroeder is still involved with the company today. Really nice to see it's still a privately held company and all that kind of thing, so it didn't get gobbled up. You know, all that to say is that he started off with that simple profile, seeing that, you know, the continuous misuse of tile being used, let's say, on stairs or transitions was constantly getting damaged, and he thought, there's got to be a better way to fix this. So he moved on and, and said, you know what, I'm going to create something. He went to a metalsmith and had that first profile created, and then it kind of evolved from there. He started, you know, offering that to some of the other tile setters, said, hey, this is what I've come up with as an idea. What do you think? They started to buy and sell, you know, and use the material, and then it slowly evolved, and he had a lot of other creative ideas uh, to help the situation, yep. like, you know, how do you tie in the waterproofing? How do you make product waterproof? All these kinds of things. Asking questions and then figuring out a way to make it better. And that's what he did. And Germans. So that's why we, you know, our, our kind of like our philosophy is that product that's made by a towel setter for towel setters. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not a guy who just has this great idea who's never laid tiles. This is a gentleman that, you know, spent better he half knew. of his life actually installing tiles and understanding what the difficulty of it is and how can I make this better. If you start as a newer generation today with the products we have as opposed to the products we used to have, as an example, carrying bags of cement and all that stuff, the wear and tear on your body, this is this creates a little bit more longevity, you know, in our industry. I'd much rather carry curdy board up, you know, two flights of stairs. Oh, yeah. oh for sure, <laughs> for sure. Then yeah. carry some. I used to carry. Yeah, I used to carry it all the time. Like, what? So was I crazy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it, just the carrying, yeah. just cutting. Yeah. Just yeah. the unhealthy the exactly. knife. The no dust, dust now. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So answering your question, I think this is, you know, what I think would make sense for our industry moving forward is that people take the time to understand what it is they're getting involved in and don't be afraid to get involved in a trade. Trades are not what people... I'm happy you're uh, saying that. I, I don't like people who look down at the trade and say, oh, you know, because listen, not everyone's a doctor, not everyone's a lawyer. Everyone needs somebody to help fix their yep. house, right? Everyone so, needs a house, yeah, everyone yeah, needs yeah, a renovation, exactly. everyone needs us, right? And, so. and, and they have just as much knowledge as, as anybody else. And if they don't know what they're doing, they can screw up just as much as a doctor who doesn't know. 100%. What he's doing, so. Yeah. We're always trying to figure out a way to encourage people to be more attracted to this industry. Any way of encouraging people to get involved into this industry and what kind of attitude they should have? I think we've answered that question throughout yeah. the whole podcast. The risk of sounding repetitive is just a matter of being open-minded, educating. There's a lot of great programs. That, there's a lot of great programs out there. Back in the day, the only way of really understanding how to do something in the industry was finding a good guy who's made himself successful and, and apprenticing under him. But now there's actual programs out there. Like A lot of these colleges offer things and, and we actually do a lot of that work for the colleges. We bring them in and they use us as part of their educational process. Are they you? actually yeah, yeah. yeah, we do a few. We that have a makes couple, sense. Because we want to start with them young so they can see, hey, this is the right way to do things moving forward. So that's how we kind of get into those those young minds right off the top. I remember when I first started, I went out to my first, very first workshop in Ottawa and I sat beside a young guy and I'm sitting here thinking to myself and he goes, oh, I said to him, I said, so what kind of products were you using before you, you know, got into this industry? And he was a 19-year-old kid just starting out. And he says to me, well, uh, he goes, I've only ever used Schluter. Wow. And I said, really? And I'm sitting in my mind going, well, how about wire mesh? How about, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these things. Like, and he's like looking at me. And I said, wire mesh, like, just insulted the guy. Mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? It just go to show. And that's when my light bulb went off. And I said, it's starting. It's changing. It's true. Because here's a 19-year-old kid who's known nothing different. Now, that's the problem we have is that we do. <laughs> so, because he's used your product and it doesn't fail. It doesn't uh, create yeah. a problem 
like wire mesh that yeah. fails and that creates a problem so and you have a product that doesn't fail and doesn't yeah. create a problem then you're going to use it and you're going to continue to exactly. use it just like carlito and i who wants to lay Ma? tiles on razor blades <laughs> <laughs> um i i don't have a question for you but yeah. i do want to say thank you to schluter the yeah. schluter team right, no the, thank you guys. the support and what you've done for me and the money that i've made in the last you know 25 30 years well the in, work in that you've completed setting, right wouldn't have been possible if you never made it easy by supporting me and giving me the tools I needed. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. I Thank appreciate you, it. man. I, so you this know, has I, been great. We really appreciate it. And guys, keep doing what you're doing because, you know, I think we need more voices out there, people to kind of put things out there. Nobody's listening to these two jokers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? Todd, you can't hide. Yeah. You can't hide. Todd, we're coming you. after you, Todd. <laughs> we're coming after you. This has been great. So we, okay, we're at the Buildings Show, Buildings Show, booth number 1322. 22 at the Shooter. Actually, it's nice to be here. Did you say 22? 22. 1322 show. Okay. And we are getting out of here. <laughs> Who's waving at you there? Yeah. Good friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, Mike. I know that was relatively painful, but you did great, man. It was oh, amazing thanks. to have you on this show. We love doing this show, especially at the at the building show now here. This is our first time that we're tackling this. And get us out of here. Where are we? Where are we? We're in T-O. 416. T.O. I am. <laughs> <laughs> out of here. Uh.